0: welcome to another edition of top rope report tonight we discuss monday night raw and the upcoming night of champions premium live event here's your host mr trivia ready
1: good evening everyone and welcome to another live edition of top rope report here on Facebook Live, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me every week, as usual, my co host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg, and Mr. 24 7 DJ. How's it going, guys? It's going. How are you? All right. Monday Night Raw in the Books. Yes, Talking about that. We've got night of champions coming up in a couple of more days. I believe five to be, or four to be exact, or three.
0: Or two, or, two or, or one, or maybe it was <laughs> yesterday. Who knows?
1: <laughs> three, day, three days know. left, so we'll be talking about that, and we'll be talking about our prediction show we're going to be doing. So if you guys are ready, we can start talking about the matches. And uh, DJ led off the last time, so I'll lead off tonight. All
0: right. All right. Um. So it started out with, well, it's not worth grading, but it start. It started out. It's worth mentioning. It started out with um, video of Cody Rhodes entering the arena, um, and Brock Lesnar attacking him and crushing his arm against a, a rolling door, um, and then it immediately cut to the ring where Paul Heyman was in the ring. Trivia, take it away.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was a surprise to see Paul Heyman there. Uh, it was, you know, nice to, you know, have him on the show and have him start off the show. Like I said, you know, he's the best on the mic, and I, I thought his promo was uh, always good, like I've always thought it was. And, uh, you know, the rest of it, when KO and Sammy came out, and then, you know, they started beating on them, and then, you know... Imperium was there as well, and then Riddle comes running out, we'll get into that later on, but with Paul Heyman, I actually thought it was really good starting off the
0: promo that way, starting off the show that way, I gave it a B plus. So are you grading it just on Paul Heyman, and then you're doing the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn separately, or are you doing it all no, that was as one? That was all together. Oh, all right, because when you said we'll get into Matt Riddle coming out oh. later, I thought you were kind of doing it separate.
1: All right. Yep. Sorry.
0: Um, what'd you give it?
1: B plus. Oh, okay. Uh, DJ? You want me to
0: go? All right.
1: Um...
2: Yeah, I mean, I like, we all like watching Paul Heyman. I, well, I do, anyways. He's always good. Like, when he was out there, the little bit he said to me still was a decent, you know, a good promo to watch. I mean, he's saying the same thing that he's been saying since we found out it'll be Roman and Solo together. He's just kind of just saying they're going to win. But the way he does it makes it seem like it's a big deal. So, yeah, that part was cool. Everyone coming out. I, I like it. Um I kinda figured it would be Riddle to come out. And I'm alright with it because I really like how how Riddle's uh how he's doing, you know, being back from everything he went through. So I'm loving it so far. Um Imperium. I like that setup. To see them come out and you know and, and square off with them, I liked it all. So I'm gonna go B plus.
0: The DJ B plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I, I, I guess we. One thing we we did find out that I guess it doesn't matter what brand you're attracted to because doesn't matter. Paul Heyman is was drafted to SmackDown with the Bloodline, and he shows up on Monday on Monday night. No other members of the bloodline were there. It's not like he was representing any of them. He was just there. So, eh, whatever. Why even fucking have the brand split if you're going to do it this way? I, it annoyed me right off the top. Um, and then once again, yeah, Paul Heeman's great on the mic, but it was the same thing that we've heard. Um, the only thing we didn't hear before was he, first of all, wanted to clarify... That he had no knowledge or had nothing to do with Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes. Okay, we, we we get it. We we know you're not with Brock anymore. Um, and then, you know, Kevin Owens came out. And it, it, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like when they first started coming up together, just, I don't know the exact, I didn't time it. But it was like Kevin Owens' song... And his entrance music was like three seconds, then it was like four seconds, then it was five. This was the one of the longest Kevin Owens themes we heard before Sami Zayn comes out. So, I, I don't know, once again, I, I always look at the little things and, and nitpick on things. Um, and then, you know, they came out and, and you know, Paul Heyman, I mean, he was gone. He ran off somewhere, tucked his way in a corner behind the, you know, announcer's table in that little exit that he got by the ring announcer, the ring um, timekeeper's little area there and bolted off out of the arena and uh, never to be seen or heard from again. And, you know, Sammy and Kevin even joked about it. So that was pretty funny. Um, but other than that, it was nothing spectacular. Um, I actually gave it a B-. minus. Okay. After that, we then went to a singles matchup where it was Bronson Reed taking on Ricochet. Trivia, what'd you think?
1: Uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Ricochet was holding his own against a bigger opponent. It was, um... I mean, it was actually pretty funny in the beginning when Bronson Reed tried to catch him. (laughs) Ricochet just bounced all around the place, and he really... Really couldn't catch up with him, but you know, this Bronson Reed, if he's bought upright, he can uh, he can make some noise in the WWE as far as you know, I think contendership goes. And Ricochet, well, you know, Ricochet, Ricochet, he can he can battle against anybody. So I I
0: thought it was um I thought it was a decent match, I gave it a B. Okay. Um yeah, I go next. No. DJ goes next, right? I was supposed to go first yeah on that I don't know why uh, Chevy a... went first twice but you know he doesn't care he goes whatever he wants it's his show
1: okay.
2: it's, it's um, his show i I liked it i I liked I liked the pairing you know big and small it worked it worked well with these two um I'm really hoping that we're we're in you know we're in to see something good with with Bronson Reed here because I, I enjoy watching him, I think he's really good. To be a big man and do some of the stuff he does, um, it's awesome, and to get, you know, to get, I would never want to get hit by his splash off the top rope. I would never want to take it, man. So, hats off to all these dudes letting him splash him off the top rope, but I liked the match, man, it was good for what it was. I also gave it a B plus.
0: Okay. Uh yeah, I mean I I I not that I am a Bronson Reed fan, but I didn't see anything in Bronson Reed. Was that was one of the rehires and, and whatever's that I was like, eh, why? Um but I'm slowly starting to buy into Bronson Reed, um being somebody to keep an eye on. It's just I don't know if I'm keeping an eye on him being A heel that's going to maybe challenge if Seth Rollins wins? Or am I looking at him as being a face, possibly being elevated to take on Gunther? I don't know. Because one week he's a good guy, and then this week, I don't know. Was he a bad guy taking on Ricochet? What is he? Who is he? Which way do they want to go with him? So that's the only little drawback I have from him um but other than that I mean this was a good match you know it was better than I expected um a little bit more competitive it wasn't just a squash match it was a competitive match yes Bronson Reed did get the win um Ricochet's got to start tag teaming because I need those fantasy points the singles crap ain't gonna work for me um but yeah I mean I gave this match a B Okay, John Peck is tuning in.
1: John, thanks for tuning in. First time, first time viewer, so thank you very
0: much. All right. Um, after that, we had, a, I mean, a couple of backstage segments. Um, the the well, I don't know, the fourth part of what seemed to be a five part interview with Seth Rollins was held. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was, I don't know. Is it worth grading? Did either of you guys grade it or anything or?
2: I didn't. No, I didn't grade it.
0: DJ, you say you did? I did not. Oh, okay. Um, then there was also an interview backstage, um, where oh, Apollo was getting interviewed and then got cut off by Dominic and Mommy, um, Where well Rhea Ripley challenged Natalia for a match at Night of Champions. Um, and then we also had Apollo and Dominic confirm that they're going to be fighting later on. We then had a women's singles match where it was Zoe Stark taking on Candice LeRae. Um mr twenty four seven you get to lead us off
2: all right <clears throat> um I don't have much here on this one. It was it was all right, you know these two they you know I don't know, I don't want to say you get what you get from. Them. I feel like it sounds bad, but just y that's kind of how I feel about it, I guess you know, I know who it is. It's always start to me, I don't know yet, I guess not that no she ain't brand new to you know to wrestling and all that but i just i don't know yet i feel like she's trying too hard to be a badass she's the way she acts and i don't know i don't know i'm still on the fence with zoe um the match itself like i said it was okay i gave it a c i didn't really have much to, to say about it
0: okay um Yeah, I mean, there really isn't much to say about it. It was, I mean, it's a three-hour-long show. You're telling me you can't give Zoe Stark and Candice LeRae five minutes rather than three minutes? A couple extra minutes? Maybe we could have really gotten into a better rhythm, not looking like, from the beginning, there was kind of setting up the end. I I didn't like that Nikki Cross coming down and... You know is she there to confront Zoe Stark or is she there to support Candace? E- eventually is this gonna become a lover stalking thing with who knows? Um but yeah, the whole thing was just a mangled mess to me. Uh Zoe Stark won which was expected because, you know, she's the new one on the block and you know, that's how you elevate someone from NXT, put him in quote unquote, you know, veterans. That uh or at least women that have been around or same thing on a men's roster. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't like this anywhere near as much or I mean I didn't hate it, but I mean I gave it a D plus. Yeah. Trivia. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I kinda like I kinda like Zoe Stark with her you know, with her style on Monday Night Raw. I mean if she continues the style she's going at, I think she's gonna make some noise. You know, she seems like she, you know, like DJ said, you know, trying to be the badass, but I don't think she has to try too hard. She, I think she's doing a pretty good job right now from what I've seen of her in the ring. Candice LeRae, well, I mean, I think she was she was doing pretty good in the match, and then Nikki Cross came out, and, you know, like Greg said, it's one of those stalker type things, and she really didn't get involved, but she ended up, you know, getting pushed or knocked down with Candice LeRae and, that kind of turned the match around. But I, I thought it was an okay match. I gave
0: it a C+. Okay. After that, they were uh, showing a little um, backstage interview um, with Mustafa Ali, who kind of broke character from this positive Ali thing that he'd been going, and, and was, was kind of talking like almost from the heart, it seemed, <laughs> to just get the brush by like Brock Lesnar, who then, and I'm just going to continue on through because I'm first for this, um, and just looked at him and said, get a life, kid, and pointed at him, and then came down to the ring. Uh, he then proceeded to announce that Cody Rhodes wasn't going to be able to wrestle at Night of Champions because of his arm injury, and issued an open challenge to anyone And lo and behold Mr. Miraculous Um, recovery Cody Rhodes comes down All iced up with the The sling and the towel around And, you know, took everything off Just to get beaten down by Brock Lesnar Again Got put in a Camaro lock And then stomped on and, and, you know, agony of pain Um <sighs> Eh, it was it was all right. I mean, I think it would have been better if Brock Lesnar just you know. I mean, why issue an open challenge on Monday Night Raw instead of a match at Night of Champions? You know, you you didn't need this. You you didn't have to have it. Um, nobody in our fantasy league had Brock Lesnar, so it didn't matter if he made an appearance or not. <laughs> um, so why even bother with that? You know? It was just a waste of time for me. Didn't need it. You could have given those minutes to other matches. I I gave it a D.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was disappointed in this too. I was you know, I knew there wasn't gonna be any contract signing when Lesnar got in the ring and there was no table and chairs. So
0: Well, there's never supposed it- to be a contract signing.
1: Yes, I thought it was a contract signing between the two.
0: No, it was just supposed to be a face-to-face. They were under the oh. same roof. Oh, That's okay. That's all it was. Sorry,
1: I thought it was going to be a contract signing for the match. But, uh, yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, you know, like you said, Greg, give those minutes to somebody, you know, who, who wants to get some TV time. I didn't like it at all. I gave it minus. C-. All
0: right, Mr. 24-7. Damn.
1: Uh, well,
2: I guess I... I liked it better, more than you guys, I guess. Um, I mean, I just didn't see – I didn't see much wrong with it, I I guess. Um, like, I'm all right with Cody just getting whooped up on like this because if he wins, you know, it'll just look a little better. So, I like the route they're going on just whooping them up and keep whooping them and whooping them. Um, so I was okay with it, and I did like at the end when Brock was stand, was standing on his arm and then was stomping on it just to give him that that last, you know, bop, bop, gotcha. So I really, I enjoyed it, actually. Um, I went B with it.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just didn't,
0: maybe once again, if they did, did it differently, where Brock Lesnar came on and said, you know, Cody, you wanted to fight, you know, we're going to have a fight, you know, and then Cody came out, but not not just the open challenge aspect of it made no sense to me. Would rather them not done anything in the middle of the show, um, and then you see the same thing we saw, which we talked about at the end, and then come Night of Champions, Brock come out and kind of do it then. You know, there's, you know, Cody Rhodes isn't going to be able to be here, so I'm going to have anybody back there and then have Cody Rhodes still come out I would have rather have happened that way. I just didn't like the way they did it. That's all. Um, seeing as we erroneously went to Mr. Trivia twice in a row, um, we're going to bypass his going first on this next match and go right to Mr. 24-7. It was a tag team matchup between Alpha Academy with Maxine Dupuy in their corner and the Viking Raiders with Valhalla in theirs. Mr. Twenty four seven, what'd you think?
2: I thought it was okay. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't hate it. You know like when I first seen the match, I'm like, I didn't care I guess too much, but then I did. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Because you know, we we say it all the time about Gable. I mean that he's good, man, and you just can't deny it. Every time he goes out, he proves it. And even when they lose, when I mean, Academy beat up, he's still probably the best wrestler. In so I, I do enjoy watching him. The 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 whole Otis and Max Maxine thing, the crowd digs it. So I, mean, I guess we got to put up with it. because I'm not with too much because I feel like it just takes over the match. Um, but is what it is. I, I didn't mind it too much. It wasn't great. I, I gave it a C plus because um, we did see some good wrestling in there between them. I mean, the Viking Raiders always do. So I'll go C plus with it.
0: Okay. I confusion is the first word that comes to my mind for this. Um, I, I just. Don't know what they're doing with either of these teams. Would have figured by now if, you know, once they introduced to the possibility of Otis becoming part of the Maximil models, I figured that was it. Chad Gable's going off and he was going off and oh no, now we sold him in the tag team. And, yeah, they, they still don't know what they're doing with the Viking Raiders because now they're taking a clean loss. Granted, it was Chad Gable who deserves to win matches, doesn't deserve all the losses that he builds up, but it's the Viking Raiders. I mean, you know, the, I mean, one of the best parts was when Valhalla scared the shit out of Maxine Dupuis outside. Um, but it I don't know if it was me, but it is it me or is Otis, like, Moving around like Mr. Trivia, like kind of not fluently, just it, none of his moves. Yeah, the, the caterpillar was, but like when he was kind of walking around the ring, it, it seemed to me like somebody was sh- that, that would be struggling physically. Um, and then you know, Chad Gable took over and they up winning, you know, meat on meat on meat. I hope there's no vegans watching. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was just a little bit above average. I agree with the C-plus grade. Okay. Yeah, this match, I mean, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders, neither one of them have uh,
1: track records on either show to talk about. So I was, uh, I knew somebody here had to get a win because they haven't really been winning a whole hell of a lot of matches between the two of them lately. But uh, I enjoyed the match. It was actually pretty weird to see 0 Otis do the um, the Caterpillar again and uh, but yeah I mean this was just one of those matches where I was looking at it like oh okay this ought to be pretty interesting you know uh, Viking Raiders against Alpha Academy and then that was it but overall I mean you know in the end I thought it was a a pretty decent uh, way to end the match I gave it a B- minus.
0: Oh, okay. Alright, then after that, we then went to a singles match, um, which came about due to a little, I guess you want to say, face-to-face between Nakamura and Damian Priest on last Monday Night Raw's Raw Talk, um, the show that comes on uh, right after Raw and Peacock, and set up a singles match between Nakamura and Damian No, wait, it wasn't Damian Priest. It was Finn... Finn. I know, Mike. It was... You know. Sorry. It was Finn Balor. So why is Finn Balor fighting Damian Priest's battles? Oh, because Finn Balor is such a much bigger and strong... No. Anyways, whatever. Um, I get to go first. Um, So, yes, it was Nakamura against Finn Balor. Um, It was a good match, um, I, I still, and I'll say it every time, miss Nakamura's entrance with Pat McAfee and Rick Boobs. I I hate to say it, but I miss it. I really do. Um, but Nakamura put on a little bit more in the ring than than we've seen in the past, and I don't know if it's because. He was fighting Finn Balor, a better, quote-unquote, better opponent wrestling-wise in the ring than The Miz. Um, but I really enjoyed this match. It was fast-paced. It was quick hitting. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Finn Balor got the win, uh, which is a little surprising maybe as they're looking like they were trying to maybe push something with Nakamura. Um, and the best of my knowledge, I mean, it wasn't, Too bad of or any really outside interference, cheap shot, kick to the head, or anything from Damian Priest outside. So yeah, it was a it was a good win for Finn Balor. Um I like I said, I enjoyed the match. I actually gave it a B plus.
1: Okay. Yeah, I uh I agree with your grade, Greg. I uh I definitely gave it a B plus as well. I enjoyed the match, went back and forth both ways. Uh, Nakamura is still, you know, I mean, he can he can battle with anybody in the ring. I would have rather have seen him fight Damian Priest and Finn Balor, but um, I I enjoyed watching the match. I thought it was a a, a good matchup between the two of them. Hopefully, you see a, a matchup between the two of them again down the road somewhere. I gave it a B plus as well.
0: Okay, Mister Twenty Four Seven.
1: Yeah, I I enjoyed
2: it though. I really enjoyed it. I. I do kind of think, maybe okay, should have got the win there. I feel like it probably wouldn't have hurt Finn too much to, to have him take one. But um, whatever, the match itself was good. I, I mean, these boys, I'm so happy to see Finn get me. I won't say back to, you know, to what we've seen in the beginning, but I'm almost, almost, I like it. so I think I hope that they'll continue to give us some sense tomorrow. But I love I love the match wrestlers
1: in a great match, whatever. Also, beat plus. Yeah, I, I. It was just it was great. I, I ended up. Uh, Scott Pelley, Scott, thanks for
0: watching. Did you want to address his comment or no?
1: I didn't see his comment.
0: Oh well, it's right. It's right. It's right under his name.
1: Nope, the only thing it says online is he's watching. Bring him on camera. That's all it says.
0: Oh. All right. Um, after that, we then went to a singles match. Um, Raquel Rodriguez versus Sonya Deville, who has Chelsea Green in her corner. Trivia, I know you're chopping at the bit. Go for it.
1: Cheryl's tuning in. Thanks, Thanks for watching, Cheryl. Um, yeah, I mean, this match, I don't know, Raquel, to me, it doesn't seem like the same without Liv Morgan in there with Raquel as well, and, um, you know, Chelsea Green, well, I mean, I I think that she still has a long way to go before she can even, you know, make any kind of noise in the on Monday Night Raw, but I thought, you know, once they started attacking, Chelsea Green, I was wondering who was going to run in the ring, and lo and behold, here comes Shotzi, and kind of even uh, evened up the score a little bit, and made things a little bit more interesting. But overall, with the match, I really wasn't too impressed with it, and I gave it a C plus.
0: Wow, okay. Mr.
1: 24-7. Um, it was an okay
2: match. I mean, you know... As much as I can't stand you. I won't, you know, discredit her. On it, it's pretty good. So to, and Raquel, just this exact woman who, who's getting to be really good, so, This was cool to me. It was great, you know. It wasn't Ben you know, Balor or Nakamura, but it was. It was cool to I, I'm okay with it being I'm coming out and, and getting on Rocko's side. I'm. Yeah. Um. So. Didn't find anything really horrible
1: about the match. Um, I gave it a B minus. They gave, I thought they gave us pretty good. Also, Brian Elms is watching. First time viewer. Thanks for tuning in, Brian. Okay. Can work with him.
0: Yeah, it says what up, DJ. (laughs) What up? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I watched a different Monday Night Raw than you guys did. Um, I I mean this this Monday Night Raw um basically sums up the entire Raw women's division with these two quote unquote showcase matches just being insignificant, not meaning anything, not really growing any storylines. I I mean I guess Maybe you kind of, you know, well, with the little backstage segment where Shotzi and Raquel confirm that they will be tag team partners in next week's Fatal 4-Way for the most useless title left on the main roster, um, the women's tag team title, but it's just blah. The, The entire Raw women's division is just blah. I mean we'll we'll get into a little bit more about the raw women's division later, but ugh it just disgusts me. Really at this point. And uh yeah, I mean I didn't I didn't it it yeah, the match was just it sucked. It it was bad for me. It really was. Um you're gonna give, you know, five minutes to a match and once again, the only thing out of it was Oscar the Grouch's sister, Shotzi, is now Raquel's tag team partner next week. Um, I gave it a D.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and then, speaking of Raw women, um, we then had the contract signing for Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Um, Just before the contract signing, Trish actually requested to have a no-contact arrangement for the contract signing with Adam Pierce, who kind of alluded to the fact that he had bigger things to worry about. Um, Mr. 24-7, you are up. All right. 32 minute mic 32 minute mark yep yeah it's every fucking time
2: yep <sighs> you get my grade?
0: no I I, honestly, I didn't hear the grade
2: it's
0: a C oh okay
1: oh okay. great
0: yeah I mean I, I like this a little bit more than DJ did um I mean, I like. Yeah, the, the sunglasses were stupid. Don't even. I mean, she Becky looked like a heel when she came out. That just first thought was she would have been the heel, but then obviously Trish Stratus comes down, um, you know, boobs in the push up relic. Normal uh, comes down, and they you know, and they go back and forth. I mean, Becky really. I mean. Really stuck it to to Trish. She definitely, if you wanted to keep score, it was a you know ten to nine round for Becky Lynch. Um, the lack of physicality between the two, eh? You know, it was you know your not your typical contract signing. I mean, what I don't know why Corey Graves was there. I mean, he didn't say anything, didn't do anything. You know, Trish alluded to him for half a second. I didn't realize she was there until they handed him the signed contract, and then he walked out of the ring. And then, you know, the the flipping of the the lightweight table, and then the walk away. Eh. Um. So for contract signings, it was normal, um, except there wasn't any you know fist thrown, but the verbal banter back and forth definitely went to Becky Lynch. Um, I gave it a B minus.
1: Okay. Yeah. When I got, when I first saw that, it's like, my God, where does her and Seth Rollins come up with these getups? I mean, not only the sunglasses, but the shoes as well. Oh my Lord. And, um, hmm. but I thought the, the contract signing, I mean, I, I thought the, the bantering back and forth on the microphone was the best. I mean, both of them were good on the mic. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, very well played out with the, the way they were talking to each other on the mic, and then you know, like tips t- 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 the table over, and you know, there was really no physicality in there. And I kind of, I kind of like a little, little roughing it up there with the contract signing. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a B plus. Hmm.
0: Okay, we then went to a singles match where it was Apollo Cruz making his. Monday A Monday Night Raw re-debut, if you want to say, um, against Dom-Dom with Rhea Ripley in her corner. Mr. 24-7, what'd you think? Um, oh, that wasn't, yeah, wasn't the Watch, huh? To me, I
2: feel like Dom's getting better. I'm starting at nothing. Watching them as much. Um, of course, the crowd wanting mommy. We want feel you know, like she the and and the couple. was okay, you know. It wasn't bad. Apollo, you know. I would have done a little more with in the WWE, but it was good and that was pretty. Good. Big Frog
0: Splash at the end. See? So, I'm... And what was the grade again?
1: What was it? grade? B. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this... I mean, I I get a kick out of them when they call them Dom Dom.
0: Bypassing right over me. Go ahead. Just go. Just go. You don't want to hear my... Go ahead. You're next. Just run over everybody. Go. Go. I've been going after DJ all show, but go ahead.
1: I thought it was an okay match. I mean it was nice to see Apollo Crews back on the back in the arena, back in the ring. You know, Dom's getting a little bit better every time I see him in the ring. You know, that uh you know, Rio with her animations out there with the no, it's a three count, not a two count and I just, uh, I just thought it was an okay
0: match. I gave it a plus. Yeah, that's the grant I gave it. Nothing else, really, that I can say that you guys didn't say. Um, Dominic's on a winning streak. Um, you know, he, he won another match. And, you know, I, I mean, if they brought up Apollo Crews from NXT just to lose matches like this, then you mind it'll just you know, either have kept him in NXT or just, you know, designated him for assignment, as they would say in baseball, um, and and let him go on to to something else, because he deserves better. He he didn't deserve to come up to the main roster to job to Dominic Mysterio. True. I
1: agree.
0: Then after that, we then went to the main event of the evening. It was a triple threat match where it was Imperium, Uh, Ludwig Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci, and Gunter taking on Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle. Um, I was just waiting for Tribute to run over me again, so that's why I was hesitating. Um, But luckily he did not, and this was definitely hands and Heads over tails, hands over fists, whatever you want to say. Leaps and bounds. The bright spot of a very, very, very dull Monday Night Raw. Um, this was a very, very, very good match. I like everything about it. Um, I guess something I can kind of dislike about it, not that I think the man should never take any hits or not get knocked down, but the the quote-unquote dominance of Gunther, to me, is fading just a tad bit. Um, like, if he was on that 90-91 pedestal, he's like now at 88-89 type deal. Because he just doesn't look as dominant as a champion with a reign that he has. Um, but... It, it was excellent. I don't. I don't think I enjoy seeing anybody in the WWE take a hot tag a hot tag out of the corner than Kevin Owens, cause he just comes in and just fucking starts beating the shit out of everyone and anything. Um, kind of under that women's match that Austin came in in a hot tag and she even cracked she even cracked her own teammate in that six person match. And that's how Kevin Owens is. Just, you know, stunner, kick, boom, you know, Swanton Bomb, cannonball into the corner and, you know, stomping a mud hole in people and you know, just I, I really enjoy it. I I I didn't mind it being riddle as the extra person. Um I don't know. It, it was okay. I mean, I, not that I could just think off the top of my head of somebody else other than if Drew McIntyre were healthy um, or were back. Maybe he could have been the other person, but who the hell knows with him? He's home sleeping in bed with Angela or whatever the damn sword's name is. Um, but, yeah, I really like this. I gave this an A-. minus.
1: Okay. Yeah, I uh I enjoyed the match as well. Uh Joe Chester's turning in. Thanks for tuning in, little nug. Um Yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Like Greg said, you know, head and shoulders best above everything best match of the night. Uh, I like seeing KO Sammy and Riddle as a team together on six man. Uh, you know, Gunther, yeah, his his invinci- invincibility seems to be uh fading a little bit and I don't know. We're gonna to have to see what's gonna happen with him going through on the raw roster. But I, I thought it was a really good match. Best match of the night it should have been the main event, and it was. I gave it an A. And Mister Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, it
0: was. It was. I mean, started off like miles an
2: hour. The they didn't really get up. whole so, match. It was. Boom, 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 boom. It was, you know, one thing, Like you guys are saying about Gunther, I feel like if he went, maybe, you know, a three, you know, not three the two, when you lose, I don't know if it's just, because you know, they don't want him to lose things, I don't know if he did, but first, that's something I would, uh, but the match was, um, Did we see a stunner? A stunner in his match, Cause I, no, I can't think.
0: No, I don't think. I don't recall him doing it at all. Yeah, so, 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 when with the swanton,
2: This weaker, seeing that the match uh, was, I feel like it's more than a swan time. It is what it is. Tell when he just does
0: um, B plus. Okay. Matt. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it ended with Sammy chasing J into Vinci down to the corner and giving him a haluba kick to him pulling down and giving a swanton. So you know, it was a combination of both guys. You know, normal finishers. Um, Then after that, we just had a there was a brief segment backstage in the locker room. Cody Roach dropped the show, denied treatment, didn't want anybody to come in. Adam, I was going to almost say Adam Rose. Jeez, listen to me. Adam Pierce was seen on the cell phone. I assumed at the time he was talking to Triple H. And Triple H came into the ring kind of trying to talk Cody out of the match. And Cody was like, no, he's going to fight. And then Triple H just stood up, patted him on his shoulder and walked out. Um, not that it was worth grading or anything, um, but obviously it was a pretty big thing to happen, and uh, yeah, that's how they end the show. Um, overall, very, very for me, like that 77, like a 76.5 that rounds up to 77, so it could be a high C or a low C+. plus. For the entire show.
1: All righty. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I mean, I thought I was surprised. I was surprised to see Triple H back there. Um, What's going to happen now with this um, fight? I'm expecting. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I'm expecting Cody to show up to the match in a cast. Um, Never know what's going to happen. Uh, what kind of fight it's gonna be, just a regular fight or a street fight or whatever.
2: It, I don't know, but I overall I gave it a C. Okay. Mr Twenty four seven. I'll go B minus overall. Okay. I like it a little
1: yeah. All right, so that is our Monday night raw recap for this past Monday, the go home show for them for
0: all right and thank you um whoops (laughs) i didn't prepare myself um a few uh quick hits here um congratulations goes out to kurt angle um he got remarried over the weekend um i guess the women that he married he was married to previously then they got divorced reconciled and just got remarried um I guess it's one of those, you know, hey, you don't know what you got until it's not there and then you realize you want it back, um, type situation. Um over the weekend also a thirty-year-old former WWE champion announced return to the ring after year-long absence. Um, 13 months since her last wrestling match um, young lady by the name of Cassie Lee formerly known as Peyton Royce in the WWE has announced that she will be going on tour um, taking part in in um, full throttle tour in October that is uh, I think it's part of WWE but it's just not directly related so I'm going to pose a simple question Um, how badly does WWE need the Iconics back in the women's tag team division
1: DJ good very
2: badly I feel like they were they were everything yeah,
1: I mean i push really but they were just it yeah I think that uh, the Iconics would definitely be a a welcome refreshing shot to the women's division definitely
0: absolutely totally agree um another one that I've got a little quick here is you know what at the WrestleMania 39 happening, Cody Rhodes lost to Roman Reigns, um a lot of people have expectations of Cody Rhodes maybe at WrestleMania forty finishing the story by beating Roman Reigns. But right now, with the possibility on the table of keeping the title on Roman Reigns through September of 2024 so he can eclipse Hulk Hogan's career achievement as, you know as the WWE champion there's thought backstage that maybe the WrestleMania night 1 main event next year could be Cody Rhodes against Gunther. Scale of one to ten, would you buy into that match? I uh, I
1: I'd, I'd, I'd be like eight and a half on that match.
2: Yeah,
0: I'll go nine. Okay. Yeah, I I would be, um, because if if it's not going to be Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns. I'd be worried that they would do Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins and uh, I'm not eh, I don't know about that one again <laughs> um, Talking about Cody Rhodes um, Breaking news He injured his arm on Monday Night Raw Now this is from um, Wrestling Observer which is the home of Dave Meltzer. Um, But once again, it is being reported that Cody Rhodes uh, is still scheduled to face Brock Lesnar at Night of Champions because the injury was just for TV. It wasn't a real injury like his pec injury. Okay. Yeah, just, you know, thought I'd throw that in there. Um, yeah. But, in other news there, real quick, um, you know, TV rights are, are up in the air right now. Um, there still has been no announcement from Fox to their fall lineup as to whether or not they will be promoting SmackDown on Friday nights anymore. Um... Nick Kahn was was quoted as saying, you know what? You know, Monday Night Raw has been on Monday Night on USA Network for 35 years, I think he said. Um, And who knows? Maybe it's time to take Monday Night Raw to another night. Um, This way they're not competing with Monday Night Football 18 weeks a year. The NCAA Championship... Well, basketball and football—they just all seem to come on Monday nights. Um, so there's, you know, he said, don't throw in any possible, you know, any possibilities, or they're all on the table. Um, the other one is is with the severe drop in ratings from ten to eleven making that last hour a little bit more closer to PG-14-ish, where they would do a little bit more, as they would say, um, sex and gore. Not that they'd have like a, you know, Edge Lita live sex show, which is probably still one of the worst segments ever in WWF slash E history. Um So, there's a couple other things just to to take a look at there. Um, With the total enjoyment on my part of it last week, I am going to do another series of Erase One Permanently from WWE History. I've got three for you this week, gentlemen. (laughs) The first one... We'll start out with 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 an easy one. Um, erase one permanently from WWE history. The Hart Foundation, the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys or the Usos?
2: DJ I'm going Uso.
1: I got the hoot, so really, I've got I've got the Hardy Boys.
0: Okay, um, yeah, I I mean I, I mean I brought the white flag for this one for myself, but I mean only for the fact that if you're racing, you're racing them totally. So no singles competitor, no nothing. I I honestly would, would have to go with the Usos as well. Because, I mean, y- you can't get rid of the Dudleys. I mean, they were, you know, um, the Hardys, which means you have to get rid of Jeff Hardy and all the single success that he had and then forget about getting rid of the Hart Foundation just because you'd have to get rid of Bret Hart and the Montreal Screwjob. So, yeah, I would have to agree with, with Mr. 24-7. Um next one Get Rid of Forever John Cena The Undertaker Hulk Hogan Stone Cold Steve Austin
1: uh, Wow all four great, great, great champions. All four over with the crowd tremendously. All four legends and icons in the business. I would have to say...
2: I would probably go... Hulk Hogan. My, that's my pick I'm going Hulk
0: Well, see, the only thing is, in in my eyes, I think that would be, to me, the easiest one to get rid of. But is there a John Cena, um, a Hulk Hogan, I mean, a John Cena, Undertaker, or Stone Cold Steve Austin without Hogan? That's
2: true.
0: Nobody, if there's no Hogan, is there even still a WWE? E. Um, Welcome. So I mean, as I don't know, um, uh, that would be the only reason why I would, you know, vote against it being Hulk Hogan. But I would agree. I I, I would go with with Hulk Hogan. Because um, okay. then you have all the negative press afterwards that you wouldn't have ever had to deal with. And the last one. Erasing the history of this from WWE history as if it never happened. The Royal Rumble, the Survivor Series, SummerSlam, or WrestleMania.
1: I would go with agree I have to go. some
2: Survivor Series back in
0: the All yeah. I mean, if you if yep. if just knowing that you have to race the history of it is is the big thing, and I emphasized on that because. Right now, if you got rid of one of them, to me, it'd be Survivor Series. Um, you, you you put, you know, SummerSlam back in September, and then, you know, but the history of, of Survivor Series, to me, is much more monumental than SummerSlam, so I would absolutely get rid of SummerSlam. And that's the news for this week. Uh, Mr. Trivia, um, what's going on with some indie shows? All right, first of all, the host of PWZ, Rick Del Santo, is watching. Thanks for tuning in, Rick.
1: John Bess is watching. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you're writing any comments, sorry, but I can't read them tonight. I don't see my screen. But, uh, we have a, a host of shows tonight that basically center around PAPW. We have Friday, June second. PAPW is recharged. We'll be at six. We'll be at the uh, training facility at six sixty-two Co Avenue in East Haven. Doors open at seven o'clock, eight p.m. bell time. One of the matches that has been signed so far is Brad Baylor versus Evander James. I guess Evander must be new around the area. I've never seen him uh, or heard of him. And PAPW, so that should be an interesting match. And then the the rainout, so to speak, they had Bash at the Brewery, which was originally scheduled for May 20th, will now be June 3rd. And that it's at 7 p.m. That will be at 190 River Road in New Haven, Connecticut. It's an outdoor show, so you definitely want to check that out. Uh, also, we have. Coliseum Pro Wrestling presents Course of Honor June 9th at the Elks Lodge, 265 Main Street in West Haven, Connecticut. Maine Marbury versus Louis Leone, the Vetrano Brothers versus Haven. The Strong Will title will be on the line as Nutrius X will battle the champion Chris Battle, which should be a tremendous match yeah. between those two. General admission is $20. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Bell time is at 7.30. Uh, Kevin's tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, Kevin. June 10th, PAPW presents Rarefield Air, and that will be held at the JCC on Amity Road in Woodbridge, Connecticut. 7 p.m. is the start time. Tickets are $20. One of the matches that have been signed is a wrestler known as Big Bacon, Brad Hollister, will be on the card. And he will be battling a returning Richard Holiday. So it will be nice for the wrestling fans out there to see the most marketable man in wrestling, Richard Holiday. We want to welcome him back. And one quick note there. Um, Ashley's dream ride will be September 9th from 9 to 11 a.m. Start time will be at Hubbard Park. They will, their starting will be at Hubbard Park. They will end at the farm at Center Hill in Marlborough, Connecticut. It is to benefit uh, this girl named Ashley, who wanted to be a veterinarian growing up, but unfortunately she passed away. And her parents started a scholarship fund in her honor. And all proceeds for this go to the care of animals for animal shelters. So definitely want to check that out. Ashley's Dream Ride. September 9th from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. And wait, one more. We have today. They had a They had a show called Fight for Life. It was in Milldale, Connecticut. They had um, Flash Waller was on the card. I didn't get any other matches that were on there, but they just had uh, Flash Waller against Sammy Diaz, which would probably be a good okay. knockdown dragout fight as well because those. Our two both both are two talented wrestlers, so you definitely wanted to check that match out if it was there, uh, if you were getting a chance to go there. So, but that's what I have for indies for this evening. So this Saturday, three days away, we have Night of Champions. Yep, Greg gave us
0: the, Greg gave us the card uh, on our page to do our prediction show at Saturday ten a.m. Yep, night night of mostly champions or some champions, I guess. Yeah, um,
1: they should change that night of mostly champions. Yeah, because I believe there's two matches up on the card that are not title matches.
0: Yes, and then there's two champions. Well, no, I guess there's one champion on the show that's not on the show because the women's titles have been technically vacated. So, but that could still be a right. championship match. And yep. You know, so there's no, two current titles not on the card.
1: How surprised would you guys be with the with the show being called Night of Champions if we didn't see a U.S. title defense or an intercontinental... Oh, well, we do have an intercontinental title defense. That's right. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, but how disappointed would you be without seeing the U.S. title match on the, on the card? I mean, I think Austin Theory...
2: Should have a shot at defending his title. Yeah. I mean, they're going to put a couple matches in the title when we have a title to be defended. They should put
0: one on. Yeah. I mean, granted, we still yep. do have Friday Night SmackDown. Yes, it was taped last Friday. So, yes, results of matches have already been leaked. But the entire show hasn't been leaked, you know, so I mean, this Friday, Austin Theory takes on Sheamus, which is an advertised match, so maybe something happens in that where they add that to the card and and come up with eight matches. Um, Yep. And then we'll only be missing one title, and that's because it's vacated, there's no yeah. You know, although Reigns isn't defending his title, but he's on the card. So, you know, that, you know, is technically still a title not being defended at Night of Champions. Right. Now let me ask you guys a question. Do you think they should do the fatal four-way women's tag team match for the title on Night of Champions? Or leave it where it is? Too many women matches if you do that.
1: Okay.
0: You, you, in my opinion, you can't do a, a 50-50 split of men and women's matches in Saudi Arabia. Okay.
1: So, yeah, because they have two women's matches already, right? Which is Becky and Trish. Three. And,
0: um, oh, three. three. Oscar taking on Bianca, Rhea yep. Ripley depending against Natalia and then Becky and Trish. Right. So this way, if you added the other one, it would be four and
1: four, and it really wouldn't uh, probably go over too well. So, okay, we can leave it at that. So I, mean, I can understand them doing that.
0: I would rather them have... I mean, understand, it's Saudi Arabia. They want to get bigger names. So is Trish versus Becky bigger names... Then Raquel and Shotzi, Sonia, Chelsea, um, minus one black, Rhonda, Shana, and who the? I can't even think who the fourth tag team is.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Rhonda. So that just answers my question right there. <laughs> oh, damage control. Yeah, I can't. Sorry. Sorry, damage control. Yeah. Bailey and E.O. Sky. So I mean yeah, I mean I guess Becky and Trish are bigger names than the collective Sum of the Eight. But I mean worldly known, UFC, uh Rhonda Shayna might be worldwide bigger names, but I don't know. I would, have, I, I would have rather them see wait on Becky and Trish and slow roll that kind of to SummerSlam. Right. I, I, I see that. That's definitely uh, a way to look at it and a way to go. So...
1: But yeah, we're going to have to see what uh, what's going to happen on Friday Night SmackDown. Like Greg said, you know, the matches have already been done. But we don't know what they are, so I'm definitely not going to look for them and see what happened because I want to see the show itself. And um, but yeah, it's going to be, it uh, should be an interesting premium live event. Like I said, you know, our premium live event prediction show will be this Saturday at 10 a.m. So definitely want to tune in and join us for that. And the premium live event will be shown here on the Peacock Network at 1 p.m. So.
0: We're on the Peacock Network?
1: Well, I mean, it'll be... Since when, dude? Here in the United States. Oh. But, uh...
0: Killing me, Smalls.
1: (laughs) What was that?
0: Killing me, Smalls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's what we got, you know, coming up, like I said, our prediction show, 10 a.m. Saturday. Definitely want to tune in because uh, it seems like
0: me and Mr. 24-7 are always tying. No, no, no. You, you didn't tie because you lied to me. What? With the... Uh, when we were going results, because once again, I didn't see it live. So when we were going over everything, you led me to believe that you and Mr. 24-7 had... I forget which match it was. The same exact thing where... You had submission, he had pinfall, so he right. finished in first, you finished in second, I finished in third. Mrs. 24-7 was fourth, Drew was fifth, Little Mug was yep. sixth.
1: Yeah, it was Cody versus Brock. I had the disqualification and DJ had the pin.
0: Yeah. So, so there was no tie, because you lied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize to the fans, for the viewers for that, and... uh. So, but yeah, hopefully it's going to be a good pay-per-view, you know, a premium live event, I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia is, is hosting it again, uh, now Greg, here we are in the month of May, are there, do you, do you know offhand, or do we have to, uh, probably going to have to look it up, but are there any more shows coming from Saudi Arabia this year?
0: There's always one in October. Okay. That's when they'll do Crown Jewel.
1: Crown Jewel in October, okay. Yeah, so... Definitely looking forward to this show on Saturday. Definitely looking forward to our prediction show. So
0: so this coming Friday night on SmackDown, um, we have Austin Theory taking on Sheamus. Um, advertised matches, so no spoilers or anything. AJ Styles taking on Karrion Cross. LA Knight taking on Rick Boogs. And then if you remember last week, Bailey interrupted Raquel and said, Hey, you know what? If you find yourself a partner, you can meet us next Friday. So it'll be Raquel and Shotzi versus um Bailey and Eosky. Alright. So and those are And then they and have up. an eight uh, um an episode of the K the KO show where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will um have their guests on which are Solo and Roman. That'll be interesting.
1: That will right. be interesting. So Rick Boogs against LA Knight, That's the main event, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what
1: do you think of Matt and DJ? Yeah, all right. I think it would be interesting with AJ Styles and Karrion Cross.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously
0: AJ's match. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, let's yeah. keep putting Karrion and Cross in different ra- different rivalry every week. Just shuffle the cards, you know. So every two weeks, because next week he'll be on and he'll shuffle the cards and and, and it'll be uh, he'll he'll take on Rick Boots. Um, yeah. and then two weeks after that he'll take on Cameron Grimes then two weeks after that he'll go on an, a one on two handicap match against Hit Row and it'll always be <laughs> something coming out of that deck and we'll never get anywhere with him and you know he'll yep, right. be below exactly. the deck of the mediocre
1: Yep. so alright guys anybody else got anything to add?
0: No, oh, what's up, Tony? He said, "What's up, boys?"
1: Okay. What's up, Tony? So, uh, by the way, that must have been Tony Black watching because he did call during the show, and I had to disconnect the show, so disconnect the call. So I will talk with him later. But um, anything else, Greg?
0: Mm, no, that I can think of.
1: All So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. On behalf of the notion, Greg, and Mr. 24-7 DJ, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report, saying thank you all for tuning in, and we'll catch you for our prediction show, 10 a.m. on Saturday.